Alex It takes a lot to make him happy, and he is clearly pleased. She's up. She's moving nicely. She's got it. Yes. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Podium, an Olympics podcast where nobody's listening. And today we are here for <laughs> day 15, uh, day 14, sorry. So much so no one's listening that we're getting the days wrong uh, of the Pyeongchang 2018 Winter Olympics. I hope everybody's enjoying the background noise of a vacuum cleaner, should you be able to hear that at home. My name is Ben, and we are here to celebrate the day of 14th with uh, everybody's favourite expert when it comes to winter sports, Mr. Jared Lubeek from Emu Plains in Sydney, Australia. Jared, welcome back. It's great to be back. Um, yeah, getting close to the end, so um, Channel 7 might decide to show some events today. We'll see. Who knows? Who knows? And uh, joining me now... <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, sorry, I'm just choking. It's, <laughs> oh, God, I'm just choking again. I don't know what it is about Canada and choking. It's just it's something going on here. Uh, Colin Hilding. Colin, welcome back to Off the Podium. Uh, yeah, I don't get your reference. I thought we did great in the ski cross, so <laughs> nothing else to really talk about today. Let's move on. <laughs> Only in Canadian sports, uh, on a day where you actually win a medal of every single colour, do we talk about choking. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of, I'm guessing you're waking up. Well, you're not waking up. You're enjoying your day right now. Uh, how is Canada reacting right now to losing a semi-final equivalent of losing to District 5 in the Mighty Ducks, uh, Germany? What the hell happened, Colin Hilding? This is a lock. You weren't meant to lose this match. Well, I mean, we've talked about a lot during this. No, no excuses. Don't give me some Canadian excuses. You weren't meant to lose this match. (laughs) According to Australia, who lose everything. Like, that's why you're not surprised. You you keep thinking that you have the chance at winning stuff, so you think other countries could win too. I mean, it's, it's just, it's weird because I'm not hearing a lot of people being overly upset about it. It's, um, maybe that's just the Canadian thing, but, uh, it could have been the time of day too, because I think with the, the women's, game you know it started for us in the evening and people stayed up to watch it but here for the men's game it started at like 5 45 in the morning here so i mean i was like tuning in as soon as i woke up and they had you know were a few minutes into the first period and then i watched through to the end of the first period and then i went to go take a shower and by the time i came out we were like three goals down i'm like what just happened like i i can't shower anymore this this can't happen i'm gonna have to go through the rest of the olympics without showering i just cursed our team um, but maybe a lot of people just didn't watch it that early in the morning and it was sort of spoiled by the time most people woke up. So 
I mean, I, I kind of just gave up on the game and, you know, didn't bother. I just heard heard about it later on, about an hour later on after I got to work. One, one thing I will say about Canadians is that I was actually, uh, I read a lot of the comments kind of on all the social media posts, uh, you know, that uh, Team Canada and the men's team and everyone put online. And there's actually legitimately very few negative comments. <laughs> like, like there's yeah. a few like, oh, you lost to Germany, let that sink in. Um, but for the most part, people are just like, Still proud of our boys, you know, go get the bronze. And, oh, well, we played well in the third period. Let's go for the bronze. And, oh, well, this is what happens when there's no NHL players. We didn't know what to expect, and we still did well. Like, seriously, Jared, yeah. we're, we're Australian. Well, we know how this works for us. If this is like, I don't know, what's this, the, the national cricket team in the World Cup and they go out in the quarterfinals, they're getting an absolute ribbing. Yeah, it's like I said yesterday, I mean, if you're a favorite or you're a team that's meant to win and you lose, you're not coming back in. We don't let you back into the country. We send you off to New Zealand where um, people who fail belong, but evidently maybe not so much longer (laughs) since they're right on our heels. But for the meantime, you can still send them to New Zealand. Maybe next time we'll have to send them to, um, I don't even know, Lichtenstein. They're a bit further down. Tonga, Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Colin, you. I think you were about to say something there, but I mean, it's just it's, it's just a Canadian. I think you've always discussed this as like a Canadian attitude because I, I very do, I very do, I very rarely see angry Canadians ripping into their athletes. Uh I we we went through that. That was called two thousand and six. Um, <laughs> that was like a complete embarrassment. But that was months of like media campaigns about how every country in the world fears Canada. I think just this time because we had no expertise. Like overall, I would say the the anger level of Canadians went number one the women's curling, number two the men's curling, number three women's hockey, number four men's hockey. Like this was low on the totem pole for things to get angry about. And also at the end of the day, you went into this having won the last two. So I mean, it's not like you hadn't won it in you know fifty years going into like Salt Lake or something like that. But um. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, and we've also got the positives, you know, as much as, you know, I generally, personally have always, this is my main sport that I love following in the winter games is cheering for, you know, the men's ice hockey team. So, you know, I'm disappointed. I stormed out and went and got McDonald's at two o'clock in the morning. Um, but I think from outside of that perspective, I mean, a fairy tale, this is Germany. They've made it to the gold medal match. Aside that, it's uh, exciting. it is. I mean, they'd never beaten Canada in winter Olympic, uh, hockey before. Uh, and basically, you didn't, you never put Germany in the picture of great nations of ice hockey. Didn't even qualify for Sochi. Didn't win a single game in Vancouver and Turin. So, I mean, from, from an outsider's perspective, just putting all our bias aside, I mean, this is, this is a fantastic story for them to, to make it all the way to the gold medal match. So, positives go Germany, right? Yeah, and it could have been worse. I mean, we could have lost to the United States. I think that would have, uh, <laughs> pretty much broken the country uh that's pretty much the only criteria like if we lose the united states okay you know we have reason to be upset if we lose to any other country we're okay with it because we're like hey we're 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 sprinkling some of our magic dust on germany right now like we're giving them our blessing we're passing the torch for at least four years yeah yeah i mean jared i don't know like how much you ever pay attention to to the ice hockey if you kind of have ever sort of followed this closely when you've watched winter olympics but i mean i'm I'm assuming you're you know as most australians do we assume canada are always going to dominate this and win this but i mean from an outsider's perspective to see a side like germany do this well is fantastic yeah, it's nice, and it will be poetic, too, if uh, Germany does equal Canada's uh, record of 14 goals by getting a gold in the ice hockey. <laughs> 
Touche. It's, it's, it's interesting, actually, that, um, you know, this is a country that is leading the medal tally, as, you know, just by basis of silver, their second. Um, and yet we're talking about a fairy tale of one of their teams making the gold medal. It's not like it's Liechtenstein have made it. I mean, this is a dominant nation. It's just then just not dominant in this sport. Well, they, they even had on, I think it was CBC or TSN yesterday, they were talking about, you know, at this point, it's not looking, this is before the game, they're like, at this point, it's not looking like Germany is going to be able to surpass Canada's record <laughs> of 13 golds or whatever. And then, literally hours later, they beat us to get into the gold medal game. I mean, it, yeah, it's, uh, all, all the things that we could be angry about, um, we just can't bring ourselves to be like that. We're Canadian. Well, they're up against, uh, the esteemed nation of the Olympic athletes from Russia, uh, um, so who defeated the Czech Republic 3 nothing. Yeah. So Canada will face up against their shootout lost foes in the Czech Republic for bronze. Um, now, this, this is a weird thing about the final though, is that, like, not only do we have Germany, a nation that's never done any better than bronze, they've only ever gotten, I think, one bronze in the history, two bronzes in the history of the Olympics, in this sport, uh, so they've never made it to a gold medal match. They're playing a side that isn't really a. I mean, we know they're Russia, but we can't like call them Russia. So it, it's kind of Olympic, Olympic O A R O A R or versus Gur. Um, I mean, it's just I don't know. I don't even know if I want to watch the final. I mean, I want Germany to win, but at the same time, it's like oh, or versus Germany. I, I don't know. Do Canadians still want to watch the final? I mean, you always want to watch hockey, don't you, Colin? It's been so long since we haven't been in a final. I don't know if Canadians watch it if we're not in it. Um, you know, we have to go back 12 years. Um, and if you look at like, I mean, for one thing, I know that CBC is hating this right now because the two most watched events in Canadian television history were the 2002 and the 2010 gold medal wins. And I think the 2014 gold medal win is like in the top five or top 10. So you have three gold medal wins in the 10 most watched events in Canadian television history, Canada not being in it, I mean, CBC is, is they're probably weeping right now. The sad fact is, is that Russia as Russia, like we're talking post-Soviet Union Russia, have never actually won the gold medal in uh, men's ice hockey. You've got to go back to 1992 to the esteemed unified team. Uh, that took the gold, and obviously before that it was all dominated by the Soviets. So it's, it's kind of sad in the fact that if they do win this gold, they still can't claim that they've won the gold as Russia. Uh, and that they would, the last time, maybe it's an omen for Russian teams that when they compete under an Olympic flag, uh, that they will go on to win the gold because it's, you know, been 26 well, years, so. I mean, we did get our first Russian gold last night, too. We did, uh, through a 15-year-old who's yet to test positive. So, um... <laughs> good. So far, so good. So far, so good. It's on the medal tally. And the, the whispers are that they're going to be reinstated as Russia for the closing ceremony. Now, how does this work? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm seeing well, headlines they- that the IOC are thinking about doing this when the only two athletes at these games to be found guilty of drug offences are both from the, the Olympic athletes from Russia. Um, so, I mean, what is going on here, Thomas Bach? <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah, know. I don't is this know. making headlines in Canada? I'm just reading, trying to read this about now, about how this is possible. I mean, if they reinstate them, does that mean that all of a sudden the medal tally reflects this? It's back to being Russia instead of OAR? I mean, how does this work? I mean, the the Russian and OAR in this games are one and the same. It's not like that's going to change. But it doesn't really make sense when the, the whole idea... I understand if you went through the whole Olympics and you're like, these 
Uh, sorry, these athletes. <laughs> Colin's uh, dose is just kicking in. <laughs> yeah, but if if you competed through the whole games and you're like these athletes, these you know twenty whatever medalists uh, were all clean. They didn't deserve to have their country name taken from them. Uh, let's reinstate it just in honor of them now that the games are over. Uh, because Russia successfully went through an Olympics without testing positive. We can't say that. Like, that's what is making this so hard. I could almost understand it if they did go without testing positive, but we've had one medalist and one non-medalist now test positive, and it's only, like, 14 days. They had to go 14 days without sniffing or snorting or <laughs> shooting anything up. Let's be honest, And they though. couldn't do it for two weeks. I know, but two's still pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Russia comes out, yes, it's quite a good win for country. Only two test positive. <laughs> That's positive action for Russian athletes. Um, I mean, we just, there's been another one. So it's a Russian bobsled a- uh, athlete, Nadezeda Sergeeva uh, is the latest one. I'm guessing that's who's in your picture. Is that Jared? Is it a legitimate jumper she's wearing, or have you doctored that up on Photoshop quickly? <laughs> no, that's legit. She did a video about anti-doping before, before <laughs> the game. <laughs> oh, my God. This is amazing. Um, I don't do doping. I am the sport. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, I mean, like, I don't get what this this means like hi russia only two of you tested positive pretty good haul uh meanwhile um would you like to represent your country and walk under your own country's flag at the closing ceremony uh i mean it's a nice moment for these russian athletes i mean we, we as much as we make fun of them i'm sure for the majority of these athletes who are clean that it is it's a weird feeling having to compete under an Olympic flag. I mean, for the, you know, the gold and silver medalists in the figure skating, they had to see an Olympic flag being raised up. The 15-year-old girl, she's hearing the Olympic hymn, you know, she doesn't get to hear her own country's anthem. So, I mean, I don't know if this means anything by letting them walk under the flag, because, again, does that help them? Does that change the medal tally? Does all of a sudden a f- new history show that it was Russia that won the gold in the figure skating, not the Olympic athletes from Russia? Uh, I just don't understand what the the purpose of this would be. I, I mean, all in all, the only thing that really matters, I think the athletes that did NOS test positive, you know, uh, the 90% of medalists from Russia this time around, uh, you can't, it, it seems unfair to take that from them. Yeah. And it's almost, it's a completely different thing, but it's like the... Um, everybody's favorite story about the unification of South and North Korea in the hockey. And they're like, oh, that was such a great thing. But apparently in South and North Korea, like the public are not happy with this because they're like, why are we joining hands with somebody of completely different ideals, somebody that we wouldn't agree with in any other, like Korea is not necessarily behind this idea. It's just the rest of the world who's like patting themselves on the back. It's like, we achieved peace through the Olympics. Yeah. And this is, I was having a conversation about this with somebody the other day. They asked me like, Oh, what did you think about Korea? And you know, the Koreans walking in and I'm like, it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's an, it's an outside world thing. Like we're looking at it going, Oh, it's so great. But 
it's not the first time this has happened. We saw it in Sydney. I remember famously in Sydney 2000, they walked under the same flag. It was a big deal here when that happened. Uh, you know, I think they mentioned they did it in like Turin and Salt Lake. They've done it plenty of times before. Uh, might be the first time that they've competed together like on one team. It's great. It's taking baby steps. But at the same time, when you're reading articles this week about what is happening to these North Korean athletes going home, huh. that they're being publicly shamed for six hours in front of a crowd who are deliberately laughing at them and they're being made a mockery of and just, you know, the conditions that they've got to go back to. What has this achieved? You know, um, the Olympics are a great tool for, for politics. It's, you know, the, the, this is part of what I love about the Olympics is that really it's the only event in the world where everybody kind of comes together and forgets yeah. that the world is a fucked up place. Uh, you know, even if it's for a couple of weeks. And it's great to show that as people on this planet, we can do this. And then the flame goes out and we go back to hating each other. It's great. Yeah. Um, but it's just, you know, there are little things like this, like as you said with Korea, that it's like, okay, it's great. It was a great sign of, uh, you know, respect and prosperity and all this sort of stuff, but it's not going to change anything. Uh, you know, Russia, they're still going to take drugs. It's not just the Russians. Uh, wasn't one of the other ice hockey teams that like pretty much a quarter of their team got caught with drugs? Um, I can't remember which country it was. Uh, and I'm sure there's going to be other nations. It's always the case in the Olympics. It's a sad aspect of sport. But um, we're just going to pretend it's not happening. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that all the German team tests positive yeah, tomorrow. Yes. And they have to redo the... Uh, the <laughs> something like that. I mean, it's only a matter of time before one of, you know, the three of us get caught with drugs and we have to get our uh, podcast taken off us, you know? So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to... Uh... Ben Waterworth has been stripped of off the podium <laughs> due to testing positive to uh, Hildonium or whatever that yes. name was for the curlers. Um, I want to hear this. Do you want to tell this Schindler's List reference now, Colin? I'm intrigued. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I mean, I'm just going to group this in well in advance, my athlete of the day. Um, I'm going to pick for this German figure skater. Now, this is... Well, this just shows how I explained the story to Jamie today, and all she could say is, you know, all people do is they look for a reason to complain. Because um, last night when we were watching the figure skating, there was uh, this German figure skater, and she was skating to the theme from Schindler's List. And I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this one. I love the theme from Schindler's List, not thinking anything of it. Well, today there's all this outrage. Like, I'm talking like, USA Today, I mean, there, there are articles all over the place, people slamming this German figure skater because the nerve of a German to skate to the theme from Schindler's List, <laughs> a movie about a German hero <laughs> who saved a bunch of Jews during the Holocaust. And yeah, I'll just read some of the reactions there were. Nicole Schott is her name. Now, first of all, some people are like, it is ridiculous to me. I've been reading this all day and I've yet to hear one person actually use the argument. The movie is about a German. It is, it is a movie about a German hero. But, uh, people are using excuses. Well, she's only 21. She doesn't know anything about the Holocaust. She doesn't have to. The movie's about a German. <laughs> And there's these are some of the reactions people had. Um, a lovely and talented woman who was born more than 50 years post-Nazi era, not present day. Uh, that said, you, if you are representing Germany in living, ladies figure skating, Schindler's List is a bad music choice. Uh, German woman skating in Schindler's List, this feels really effed up. Uh, maybe don't skate to the theme from Schindler's List if you're from Germany. It's just a little awkward. <laughs> The music score to Schindler's List is beautiful. I'd like to know why uh, Nicole Shaw of Germany chose to skate to it. It's, I seriously doubted that she intended any offense. 
it is a movie about a German man who <laughs> saved a bunch of Jews. And people are like, the Germans, the nerve that they would ever. Let's just hold every German from now until the end of eternity. Let's hold the Holocaust against them, despite the fact it is about a German that saved these people <laughs> because of what Hitler did. Now, John Williams composed that music. Also composed the music for a movie called Memoirs of a Geisha, which is uh, one of his more famous scores, not a great movie. But let's just say that no American is ever allowed to skate to the theme from Memoirs of a Geisha because that movie deals with Japanese hardships during World War II where Americans dropped nuclear bombs <laughs> on Japan. So for that reason, no American is ever allowed to skate to anything that is Japanese-themed. Hmm. It is the dumbest thing I have ever heard, and I have yet to find a single person on here who's even pointing this out, that it is not a movie. It was a movie made by Americans, a movie made by Americans, starring an Irish man <laughs> as a German hero during the Holocaust. It's the, the nerve of a German girl. It's something I wasn't expecting for Colin Hilding to come on today and defend Germany. Um, but hey, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, this, the thing that I have to say about this is like, Germany of all the countries who have done bad shit in the past, they're the one who don't generally like to mention that they've done, they've kind of moved on Germany. Like most Germans are like, nope. Nothing happened in that period of time. So, like, I don't think of any country in the world, they're going to be the ones like, oh, yes, let's play the Schindler's List theme and piss off the world. Yes. Like, they, <laughs> they're the ones who are going to be like, oh, maybe they think great German, culturally sensitive, this will be good. Because um, all Germans sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, <laughs> right now, you know, every person in Germany is scratching their head at this social media outrage going, I thought Oscar Schindler was German. All the Germans are going, we big, make big success in ice hockey and everyone only cares about music in figure skating. What do we have to do to get respect? Uh, <laughs> we give you Schindler to the world <laughs> and you spit in our face. We beat Canada. Uh, no, Screw you, internet. <laughs> this um, is all Liam Neeson's fault. <laughs> He's gonna, I want Schindler's list to call out the internet. I know where you are. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I will find you. I will hunt you down. <laughs> Leave it alone. It was a good movie. <laughs> I want Liam Neeson to avenge Nicole Shot. She does not deserve this. Oh, my God. Hashtag 2018. Like, just Jesus Christ, everybody. We thought it was bad What's enough. What's the with... movie before you complain? It's <laughs> exactly like we were trying to explain last week with Jackie Cooper's alleged racist remark, in which she's clearly describing the Chinese athlete as having a style of the Chinese athletes, and yet people just take her comment of, oh, the Chinese athlete, very Chinese, all look the same as racist, because they take it out of context to what she's actually saying. So, yes, 2018, it's when all this shit happens. Uh, Jared, did you, know you notice any those of this? Four, <laughs> yes, sorry, I Colin. was just saying, those four, those four Jamaican bobsledders, they all looked the same because they were wearing the same clothes! <laughs> uh, any social media outrage coming in Emu Plains right now, Jared? Uh, no, I didn't notice any of this, but yeah, just wow. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Um, and I, here I am thinking the French should be, uh, you know, annoyed that, uh, you know, how many people are using the Moulin Rouge soundtrack during these figure skates, where every time I flick over, someone's skating to Roxanne, uh, which is actually fantastic. It's actually really making me want to watch Moulin Rouge again, and I thought I'd never uttered that sentence in my life. 
Um, we should go have some results, shouldn't we? That's probably a good idea. Um, so we had four medals decided on day 14. Uh, the biathlon, the men's relay, it was gold to Sweden. Thank you, Sweden, for denying Norway their 14th gold medal of the Winter Olympics. Uh, good to see my, uh, half of my heritage is, uh, doing us proud. Colin's so miffed that Norway didn't win that gold medal. He's hung up. Um, they took the gold in the men's relay, Norway the silver, and Germany, uh, hopefully not to any Schindler's List music, took the bronze. Um, the figure skating, as we said, it was a gold and silver to Olympic athletes from Russia. Uh, Alina Zagatova, 15-year-old, took the gold in the ladies' signal, singles. She beat our teammate Evgenia, Evgenia Medvedev. Med, the Russian athlete uh, took the silver medal there. And uh, everybody's uh, girlfriend on this show, Caitlin Osman from Canada, she ended up with the bronze. And welcome back, Colin. Uh, you're obviously pretty disappointed. Welcome back. You're... Are we talking about Caitlin Osman? Yeah, I just said everybody's girlfriend on this show uh, got the bronze. Yeah. I just I thought you hung up because you were so disappointed that Sweden won the gold in the biathlon. So, oh no, all right. I mean, Sweden's done much worse things today. Yeah, well, <laughs> have they? Uh... <laughs> He knocked out Great Britain, Eve Muirhead, uh, in the curling. Oh, of course they did. That that happened. Um, but the one thing, actually, I um, was scrolling through Twitter just as this um, biathlon started, and uh, the headline was, oh, Canada leading early in the men's relay. And I'm like, what? Canada winning in biathlon? This is, you know, this is Germany winning Canada all over again in the ice hockey. Um, freestyle skiing, though, so much so have we been talking about Germans oh. getting ripped in and Germany knocking over Canada. We haven't even talked about the fact that you actually won a gold medal on uh, day 14. You won a gold and silver uh, in the women's yeah. ski cross. Kelsey Serwa took the gold ahead of Brittany, as it, Pellin? Uh, she took the silver. Phelan. Phelan, that too. And uh, Fanny Smith from Switzerland took the bronze. Um, so, I mean, this is obviously great. You took out both the men's and the women's uh, ski cross. So, happy days for Canada. Yeah, and uh, it's funny because, I, as I said, I actually prefer ski cross over snowboard cross. But I don't know if I just don't pay close attention or if it just doesn't get a lot of media attention any other time of year. I didn't even realize of the three Olympics that have held this uh, in the women's ski cross, Canada's won gold all three times. Wow. And this is the second time in a row because it happened the same in Sochi where uh, women won gold and silver because Kelsey Sirwa, who won the gold this time, was the silver medalist. And Mariel Thompson, who we thought was our best shot at winning gold again uh, when this event started, she was taken out like in qualification. Uh, but somehow we pulled off another gold and silver. So uh, three Olympics in ski cross and five medals for Canada. It's kind of crazy. And uh, the good news is, too, what is this now? Uh, three Olympics in a row where you're in the double digits in the gold. So, uh, is, and, and your most medals, you've now officially broken Vancouver, most ever medals ever won in a single Olympic. So, I mean, you know, despite the fact that you're curling and your ice hockey uh, teams are choking, this still must be a pretty big day for Canada, considering your success. Yeah, uh, you know, the ski cross happened so early that I think uh, people have forgotten about it by the time the hockey started. But I, I, all I'm seeing all day today is just Caitlin Osman everywhere, uh, you know, which is fantastic. Yes, uh, but it sounds it was like it. Quite, it was so disappointing watching this last night, though, because we did have another skater in there, uh, Gabrielle uh, Dalman, I think her name is. And I don't know if you saw her routine. Like It may have been the single worst skate anybody's ever had in the Olympics. It was, you know, you know, like when you, you person, not that we all dream of figure skating at night. I mean, I'm sure well. we have at some point or other, but regardless of what it is you're dreaming about, 
um, you have a dream and one thing goes wrong and then from there everything goes wrong and that's what Gabrielle Damlin's skate was where she had like one mistake and then she slipped and fell and then every single thing she tried was just flat on her face like she was literally in tears by the time it was over and yet somehow this is what I don't understand about figure skating she ended up somewhere in the middle I mean there were people who finished their skate without a single fall or slip or anything like that who were last place behind her I don't understand the scoring of this but it just it started off so grim and then Caitlin Osmond comes out there and you know totally redeems it for the country uh, it's one of only a handful of figure skating medals we've ever won, at least for the women. It's usually more men that dominate in this, but that's kind of been the big story today. I mean, I think without that, uh, we'd probably be in mourning right now, but uh, it was great. It was it was weird watching, though, because Jamie's watching Caitlin Osmond. It's like, this girl looks so average. And I'm oh. like, you shut your mouth. Go away, Jamie Hilding. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Leave Caitlin Osmond alone. Next, next time, like, Hugh Jackman takes his shirt off, I want you to be like, oh, God, he's fat. Um, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just say something to piss her off. Obviously, the judges for the figure skating there must be the same ones for David Morris's aerials the other day. If they're giving uh people who didn't fall um higher results, uh, yeah. then um you know that uh lower results, I should say. That's that's where I was going with that. Um, yeah, I I'll get to the figure skating in a second because I think we saw enough of it last night. Well, at least one of our uh, athletes we saw enough of it. Uh, but you know, for us, it was a German hero, people. <laughs> I'm talking more about the Australian, but anyway. Uh, oh, <laughs> she's Kalani Crane, people! Um, but Jared, <laughs> the off-the-podium curse continues because it actually looked as though our Sammy Kennedy Sim was in with a good shot. She uh, made it through to the semi. She was in good steed. Then the semi-final happened and she got off to a terrible start, didn't make it through and finished overall in eighth. Uh, but I mean, you know, she, again, great for Australia because she was extremely excited at the end of it. She was like, I finished eighth in the Olympics. I'm not going to be sad about this. So, you know, uh, this nearly bit the AOC in the ass, didn't it? That we could have had a medalist that could have topped Jared Hughes and they would have had to change the flag bearer. Yeah, I was getting my hopes up. Um Definitely the commentator's jinx on this one because every single round before that semi-final they talked up like her start and she's getting out really fast and she's <laughs> getting ahead if she can just stay ahead and then of course come semi-final time she nearly falls in the first two metres. Um, but yeah, I had my hopes up. I'm like, there's only four people in the final. She makes it through like you've got a really good chance of meddling but I think she kind of used up all her luck because in her first round there was only two people in her race so she automatically got through. So I think that was kind of her luck for the day and after that it was like... The second one went okay, but it was just over. And no disrespect to our uh, bobsledders, who I believe might be our only athletes left. She was pretty much our only possible medal chance going into the remainder of these games. No offence to our cross-country skiers, who I just uh, will say Phil Bellingham and Callum Watson are still yet to uh, ski again. So, um. so, are you at three or four now for medals? Still at three. We're still at our beloved three. Okay. So. <laughs> Yes, just probably. I'm, I'm winning then because I think that's what I predicted Australia to have when we started this uh, this you, Olympics. I think you might have. I have to go back and check my list. Uh, good point there, actually. Uh, so we then had the speed skating, the men's 1,000 metres. Uh, Keld News. News. I, I do I do watch these events and hear how they pronounce their names, and then I go to bed and forget about life. So uh, the Dutch skater won. Uh, he beat, and you, again, celebrate that they again denied Norway from winning their 14th gold. Uh, Norwegian, uh, Haved Holmvud Lorentzen couldn't go back to, couldn't go the double, sorry, in the 500, 1000. He took the silver, and Kim Tae-yun of South Korea 
took the bronze. Uh, and really the only other one to mention, uh, curling, uh, the bronze medal match just keeps getting worse for Canada. Uh, what happened? They can't even win a bronze against Switzerland? Jesus! Um... Yeah, I didn't catch that either. This is, you know, I mentioned it was either yesterday or the day before about the only real frustrating thing is that, like, we get the beginning of the day coverage and then we get the end of the day coverage. Like, when I wake up, like, beginning of the day is before I go to bed. End of the day is when I wake up in the morning. Everything that happens in the middle gets spoiled for me. Today was the day where I was okay with uh, the curling being spoiled for me when I woke up (laughs) and uh, then the hockey being spoiled for me. I'm like, I would have rather not been there to watch that than to actually sit through like three hours only to end in that kind of disappointment. Well, we should also mention that well, you briefly touched on it before, but the women's semifinals are in the curling. So South Korea 8-7 over Japan and yes, Sweden 10-5 over Britain. So um, that's just a doubly sad day for Colin Hilding there. Um, mm-hmm. In the biathlon, I will say Canada ended up finishing 11th. Uh, you did beat your great uh, biathlon rivals of Estonia by one position, so congratulations there. Uh, figure skating, you went over the uh, Canadians there. And, uh, did, did we know that Kalani Crane was skating at, uh, this at all, Jared? I didn't see any footage of this at all, did you? No, no, no footage of this was shown yeah. at all. Terrible, Channel 7, terrible. Um, she was 17th, but uh, good job. Uh, you know, for somebody who finished 17th, generally I think that's a disappointment, but uh, it was all very much positives for her and... Uh, uh, a good athlete that appeared on this show. The last guest we actually had on previously before these games started. And, you know, everyone's talking about her Instagram followers. We're so sorry. Yeah, well, her Instagram followers are because of us, uh, not because yeah. of being on the Olympics, let's be honest. Um, in the speed skating, uh, so the, the best Canadian was uh, Alexandre Saint-Jean. Uh, he was uh, 11th. Uh, Vincent de Hattre was 19th, and Laurent Dubrel was 25th. Is that where they just send all the uh, the French Canadians? They just do speed skating. Um, Daniel Gregg for Australia was 22nd. He stayed Daniel up. Craig. Da- Daniel Craig was 22nd. Jared, he stayed up. He, he finished both races. Yeah, I mean, this has got to be a massive achievement. I think that's kind of worthy of a gold on our medal tally so I, I just secretly pencil in a one there for daniel Gregg. yeah but good news take that blowfeld yeah exactly damn it um good news of course for new zealand is that they didn't win a medal so that's good um and the medal tally uh no golds to either norway or germany see that they're still both on 13 uh canada though couldn't catch up well they did with one but um they can't in the ice hockey uh so 10 gold for them uh but they're on 27 so they're canada in second if we classify this by a total medals one, which, again, I'm going to say we should, uh, USA in fourth, Netherlands are in fifth, uh, and France, good news for them, is they're only in seventh. That's great. South Korea, four gold, four silver, four bronze, the four four fours, they're in ninth. Australia, 22nd, and New Zealand, 25th. Uh, and Latvia are in 27th. Just thought I'd remind people what that yes! is. Yes! <laughs> uh, yeah, I know you predicted them. They'd be at least, you know, top 27. So your predictions are going well, Colin. <laughs> I've never heard somebody so excited to hear Latvia read out on a medal table. <laughs> yes, Latvia! Come on! Uh, Funny enough, I, I just remember Latvia being one of those countries, whenever the Olympics came around, uh, my brother would secretly be rooting for Latvia, and I never understood why. <laughs> I just love saying their name in, like, a Russian accent. Latvia. It just sounds like just like a country. Oh, 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 yeah, it's oh. just like Thomas Bach at the closing. Oh, God. Hey, actually, can we just point out 
at uh, the time of recording this, I think Thomas Bach, if you're listening, start your speech now at the closing ceremony. Uh, you <laughs> might actually finish um, by the time the torch goes out. So, uh, yes. What did we watch on day 14? Let's start with you, Jared. Um, I caught kind of the end of lots of things. So, um, the end of the ice hockey, the end of the uh, men's curling. Um, basically, just watching Canada lose. Um, and then I did, I uh, know, I, I, I correct that. I did see them win in the ski cross because I watched the entirety of that. Um, yeah, and I think that was, oh, and then obviously, uh, Kalani Crane Ice. What? Did she uh, skate? Did she? Skating. Yeah. Didn't catch Yeah, that. that's the only athlete that I saw of that. Yeah. Uh, did, do you find yourself now since doing this show, uh, Jared, whenever Canada wins a gold, secretly going, yes, go Canada. Are you like, oh God, Colin's going to be gloating again? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Like, every time there's an event on and I'm like, there's a Canadian there, I was like, oh, we'll just... That's who I'm going for because there's no Australians in this. Or if there are, I'm like, they're going to choke in the first round. No Latvians either. So it's kind of like, okay, by default, it's it's Canada. Um, Colin, what did you watch in your sporadic day? I think you already told us, but we'll ask you again. Uh, well, I watched... I mean, all last night for me was the ski cross finals, like, start to finish, um, all the qualifiers, the quarterfinals, semis and everything... And then once that was over, it was just figure skating all night because Jamie did not want to change the channel from figure skating. I mean, the, the only point where she got disappointed was when Caitlin Osmond came on because oh. she looked too average to her. Get your um, wife some glasses. <laughs> she has a very thick glasses. They're terrible very, glasses. glasses. Should have gone to Specsavers. <laughs> but she did get excited when uh, Kalani came on there. I mean, she's Whoa. like, they got an Australian on here. Like, it was very exciting for her. Um, I kind of have the the same reaction you guys do. It's it's more just a surprise thing. I think every time there is an Australian athlete who's doing well, like because I'm I still transfer everything onto the computer. You know, I'll I'll edit it and everything every day and get maybe an hour, hour and a half worth of coverage. And if an Australian's competing in anything, I'm recording. I'm like, ah, we're probably going to talk about this tomorrow, <laughs> um, or send them some type of you know hateful message on the website. <laughs> Gotta watch this. Um, other than that, the only things I watched was uh, I did start the hockey game this morning, and then I showered, I think, just at the right time uh, when it went south, and didn't bother to watch the rest of it after that, and then uh, spent my lunch watching poor Eve Muirhead go down uh, the last two ends of curling there in the semis, uh, which I went back to my desk and messaged Jamie and told her that Eve Muirhead lost, and she mocked me and was like, boo-hoo-hoo, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Your wife's a horrible person. Can I just say that? <laughs> um, wow. Okay. Uh, with your editing skills, uh, just send a resume into Channel 7. They might actually hire you. Like, oh, my God. This person yeah. knows what he's doing, editing the Olympics. I have if- more more Australian coverage than you do, and I don't have to have replays. <laughs> you just sent in a demo reel. Like, oh, my God. How do you have so much coverage of our athletes? And it's like, <laughs> because I actually bother looking at them. Um, yeah, so there you go. Uh, I was out for most of the day, so I kind of only saw the, uh, ski cross, uh, result by, a result on my phone. And I was like, yay, Canada won. Um, but they replayed it about 30 times last night, so that was fine. It's not like I didn't, uh, see it anyway. Same with Kalani. And then obviously I watched the ice hockey from start to finish, um, which was a bad idea. But, uh, you know, I got excited with it. I love the, um, I don't know if you saw the hit, uh, in the, was it in the second period? Uh, uh, who was the Canadian player who basically just absolutely steamrolled the gym with his elbow into his head? 
Uh, it was a major penalty, and he was ejected from the game because the German player was, like, flattened on the ice. Uh, and can I just point out the calmness of the German team? So much so are they in shock that they're even in an Olympic semi-final. This was an NHL match or America versus Canada. There would be the biggest punch-on in centre ice after this one. The Germans just kind of laid back and was like, Oh, oh, Hans is injured. Quick, get to him. Um, <laughs> you know, it was the calming effect during... But in between periods, they were listening to the soundtrack of Schindler's List, and it just really had a positive effect on them. Quick, German aggression must never be shown. <laughs> this isn't a thing. Germany is not aggressive. Peaceful nation. It's all good. He's injured. Get him stretcher. <laughs> but it's a massive, massive hit. And I love the fact that the Canadian guy, because I think he was the one who scored your first goal. And then, like, he basically was, like, mouthing off at this German who's flat in the ice. <laughs> He's just, like, going off at him. And, like, the thing that I loved about Channel 7 on uh, Twitter is that they're like, oh, a terrible hit in the semi-final. No one wants to see this. And I'm like, dude, this is ice hockey. Everyone wants to see this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about, Channel 7? You know nothing about ice hockey, clearly. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, he's fine. The, the German guy actually was back on in the third period, so he's not dead or anything. We're not laughing at a poor dead German. Um, so, uh, there's that. Uh, athlete of the day, I think you gave it already, Colin, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, it has to be, uh, what's her name? Uh, Nicole Schott or whatever, the German, uh, the, the very inconsiderate German who skated to Schindler's list. How inappropriate. Yes, yes. Uh, Jared, who do you have? Uh, well, we've already mentioned mine as well, uh, Doe being bobsledder, Nadinda Segeva, <laughs> just because it's not even the fact that, like, like with the other guy, the curling guy doping, it was, like, funny, like, doping and curling. In this, I can understand, like, maybe curling gives you some sort of advantage in bobsled, but it just looks like she's kind of taken the same drug as the other guy, so I don't really know. But it's just the fact that prior to the game, she's done a video with the shirt, I don't do doping. Like, you can't even script that. The fact that that's happened, and I just love that people are so, like, quick onto these things, and that's, like, the first photo in, like, every article of her is just her in this shirt that's like, I don't do doping, I am the sport. Um, yeah, just just amazing and brilliant. It's kind of like Lance Armstrong whenever you go back and uh, watch, like, all his interviews of, oh, no, cycling is disgusting, I would never dope. You know, or, like, Marion Jones or all these sort of things. Like, it's just, yeah... It's kind of cringy, but that, that shirt is just hilarious that she's actually wearing that shirt. Uh, I found the name of the Canadian ice hockey player because I want to give it to him, uh, Gilbert Brühl, um, who was ejected. He, uh, actually formerly did play, uh, for the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Edmonton Oilers and the Phoenix Coyotes. So he's a former NHL player. But, uh, yeah, I just, I just love the sport that you could basically just shove an elbow into somebody's head, knock them out cold, and basically just trash talk them as they're dead on the ice. Uh, fair enough, he got ejected from the game and they got a five minute penalty against them. Um, but you know, I mean, if this is soccer, right? That's a red card. You're a man down for the rest of the game. Only in ice hockey where it's like, oh, it's only five minutes with a player down. Then you're all back up to full strength. It's all good. Uh, like, that's what I love about this sport, is that you can just get away with stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm giving it to... And his name's Gilbert Brule. Uh, it was a Brule. It's got that little umulet at the end. It's probably Brule, but I like Brule. It reminds me of... Very uh, Canadian name. Yosef Gruel, the biggest asshole in the world. <laughs> Gilbert Brule. Brule, <laughs> yes. 
Oh, good call, good call. Uh, what else? What else do we have? What else do we have? Um, oh, commentary fails and things. I don't really have any because I didn't really watch a whole lot. Uh, and what I saw was just Kalani and I enjoyed the Canadian, um, commentary on the, uh, ice hockey and Hamish McLaughlin just making a complete utter dick of himself. He's got a way of talking Hamish McLaughlin. He's like, and this is the ice hockey and that's how it goes. And now we're like, I can't even do it. He has a style about the way he speaks, which is so freaking annoying. Uh, Jared, did you pick up any on Channel 7 that I was missing? I didn't notice anything. I think it's like, it's hard to have commentary fails when you don't see many of the events and the parts of the events that you do see is just the Australians over and over. So there wasn't really that much footage to get commentary fails from. I think actually I'll backtrack and say the one thing that I am starting to get annoyed with is that, you know, Channel 7 aren't really giving a shit about the Winter Olympics at all anymore that they have entirely in the last two weeks is the fact that they are running long athlete profiles on Commonwealth Games athletes. Um, you know, and they're basically advertising the Commonwealth Games more than they are the Winter Olympics. So, you know, I'm, I'm learning a lot about, uh, you know, Emily Seabom and all the swimmers and just how much the Commonwealth Games mean to them, uh, and things like that. Like, I love how they talk them up. Actually, like, go, yeah. go, Jared. No, I was just, I, I just thought of something when you would, when you were talking about the athletes. I am so sick of far out. Every time Switzerland does anything, the fact that they have, like, Hamish particularly has to bring up Roger Federer. When they won their bronze medal in the curling, it's, oh, Roger Federer will be cheering back home. I'm like, what if you did this for, like, every single, like, country? When, like, Canada wins a gold, Eugenie Bouchard, Melissa Raonic, they'll be cheering back home. Like, it's, you, we understand you covered the tennis. Oh, Spain with a couple of bronze medals, Nadal, very happy back at home. Like... You can't do this. It's so annoying. I'm like, they won a bronze. Federer doesn't care. He's probably pay- playing in an event somewhere. He's probably not even watching it. <laughs> I think I think they should just do this not just for tennis. Like, I get it. Like, the summer of tennis. I love their tennis on Channel 7. But it should just be for everyone. Like, Austria won a bronze. I'm sure the spirit of Adolf Hitler is very thrilled right now at this. Um, <laughs> just on the spirit of Schindler's List and everything. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible. Like, we get it, Channel 7. <laughs> you like the tennis. Great. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with, I can't wait for the Commonwealth Games. Oh, and the gold medals from St. Tome and Prince. Oh, Roger Federer once went there once on a holiday. Dan <laughs> uh, Marino competed in an event. Valentina, she will be cheering back home. <laughs> Big reference there for our Eurovision fans. Uh, <laughs> Portugal doing well there. Catch Eurovision this uh, May on SPS. Um, actually, Basil did give a Eurovision reference, didn't he, when Ireland walked into the stadium during uh, our coverage. So, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, Colin, CBC. Uh, it's not that big of a fail, but it's more just funny partly because I'm sure you have the same type of commentating there with figure skating. It's almost like commentating golf. I mean, you, you basically don't say anything during their routine, and then everything is so polite and so elegant afterwards. Or maybe yours is just like you know, all you know, weird Australian slang or something. But here we have, like, the most distinguished commentators. And um, it was, I, I think, it was either Caitlin Osman or the other uh, skater where they were talking about having already won in the team competition. And uh, the one guy was saying, um, you know, she already is going home with a silver medal from these games. So to win another one would be great. And he's going on for a minute. And then the commentator said, did you mean a gold medal? And then he's like, what did I say? <laughs> oh, you said silver. 
I'm so sorry. <laughs> and like he was like really serious. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then the 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 woman who was correcting him was like, that's okay. We knew that you meant gold. It's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> it was like so polite and overly dramatic. I am so sorry. That's okay. That's okay. We knew what you meant. So Canadian. Poor guy getting ready to hand in his letter of resignation. Yes. <laughs> I brought shame. On the great sport of figure skating. I can no longer handle this. <laughs> Throws himself off the building. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's actually interesting. Some of the sports that you like, you watch at the Winter Olympics, it's not just Winter Olympics, it's Summer Olympics as well, is that some of them really, you think about it, do they really need commentary? Like the aerials. Like, you don't commentate them doing the tricks in the middle of it. It's all like, and here comes David Morris down the slope now preparing for his jump. He's in the air, flip, 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 lands. Oh, fantastic result there. <laughs> like, I think it was, because uh, you can tell Basil Zemplis really doesn't know the intri- intri- the, the big bits about, the, I can't even say the word, um, the bits about the sport. Because I think there was one where, like, he, like, there was one of the athletes landed and Basil Zemplis is like, and that is an outstanding performance. And then Jackie Cooper interrupts, goes, yes, Basil, but lots of uh, missed moves there in the middle there. His legs are spread. He's uh, <laughs> like, really not a good form in the middle of that. <laughs> And then Spectacular! Like, he landed the jump, though! <laughs> so, it's kind of like what had happened. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss these, uh, small little things talked about. Um, can I, can yes. I watch the, the hockey finals on, uh, your app there so I can hear them go like, and it's a home run for Germany! <laughs> no, it's called a goal in this sport! Well, we- Touchdown, we, Germany! <laughs> we get the Canadian commentary, so like, uh, at least some, some Canadian. With, um, one of the ice hockey ones I was watching, there was a bloody Brit commentating. Like, what do the Brits know about ice hockey? Um, and yeah, so anyway, before we get to my name is and fan and everything else, the question I want to ask you quickly, Colin, because we've had, um, Jared Hughes announces our flag bearer for the closing ceremony. Have they announced that Canada's flag bearer yet? Or because you're probably still going to win medals in the coming days, uh, you just save that to the last minute. I mean, will we? (laughs) Usually these last two days are reserved for, hey, we know we're getting curling and hockey. That's not happening now. Oh, well, actually on Uh, our coverage, they were talking up your big air, uh, athletes. They were talking about like, coming up oh, tomorrow, yeah. the Snowball Big Air featuring the two Canadian big hopes. Like, they were the two they were talking up. Yeah, and again, I didn't even realize that was on. Like, there was so much attention on curling and hockey that I didn't even realize that was on until curling and hockey suddenly became a bust for us. And they're like, tonight, in Big Air Finals, Mark McMorris, Max Perot. Um there's really no talk at all about uh, who's going to be the flag bearer. If I had to guess, I would say Sam Girard might be one of the locks. Either that or because we did the dual flag bearers coming in for the opening ceremonies, they might go with Laws and Morris uh, as our only success in curling or hockey. <laughs> so those would be the ones that I would be betting on. But there's not even really speculation at this point. I don't think uh, the decision's ever really made until a couple of hours before the closing ceremonies with each Olympics for Canada. Well, the, the one, the good news is that I want to say, because, uh, I mean, I've only seen uh, Jared Hughes. I'm trying to see if anyone else has been announced. But uh, breaking news here, I can officially say, that the beloved Jess Diggins will carry the United States flag. Like, get excited.
excited. We pumped her up the other day. So here <laughs> she is. She's uh, she's gotten the nod to carry the American flag. Not from there, you know. After all that Apollo Anton Ono has done <laughs> during these Olympics, yeah. snubbed again. Um, which I, I had to. I loved just quickly on America before we get to this. My name is too. I loved uh, NBC, uh, their Twitter, I think, was like, on this day, you know, 38 years ago, the miracle on ice. Today, it's redemption on ice. And they had a picture of, like, the women's ice hockey team winning the gold. Like, oh, God, that's a bit of a stretch. But anyway, uh, whose name is it today, Colin? Who are we learning about? Uh, well, it's one of our failures in the women's hockey, um, because they decided, I guess they thought this was such a sure thing. They added about 16 profiles in the last few days on the, almost the entire women's hockey team. Uh, it's not the, I mean, tomorrow I'm probably going to do like the greatest hits of anything that we haven't gone through yet. But, um, for this one, I'm going to save, there's one main question here I want to reserve this for, and that'll be the last one I do. So, uh, hello, my name is Brienne Jenner and I am Canadian. Uh, my favorite Olympic moment is women's hockey gold in 2002. If I could have any superpower, it would be super smarts, which I guess is the first person who doesn't want to be Iron Man or fly or uh, teleportation. She just wants to be smart. My favorite sports movie is Remember the Titans. My favorite pump-up song is the Mole River Shuffle. I've never heard of that song before. Are either of you Mole River Shuffle fans? Um, just was listening to it just before we started. I, I can't so, get enough. Of course, it's my pump up song. No, I find that song offensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a Canadian should not be pumping up to the Mo River Shuffle. That's like a German <laughs> listening to the Schindler's List theme. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the most recent TV show I binge watched is Broad City. Um, my favorite chip flavor. I was wondering if you guys even had these all dressed. Do you have all dressed chips, or is that a Canadian thing? I've heard of it. I don't know if you've told me that or Mallory. I'm, I'm familiar with what they are, but I don't think we have them here. So it's probably a Canadian thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. All dress chips are fantastic. This is specifically for Ruffles all dress, but I remember them coming out when I was a kid. I don't even know what you would describe it as. It's, it's literally just a mix of everything, but it's fantastic. Uh, if I weren't an athlete, then I would be on Broadway, <laughs> probably singing the Mull River Shuffle or something. <laughs> Uh, my favorite vacation spot is Sedona because of the great hikes. Uh, draw a picture of your favorite animal. So she drew a loon. If uh, Either you're familiar with the, the Canadian dollar, which we call the loony. Mm-hmm. There's a, a bird on it, which is called a loon. But she wrote it as the common loon. So I don't know if this is just like there, there are variations of the loon out there. and This is the common one you know, that's in everybody's backyard. But the common loon specifically is what she drew. <coughs> um Here's the main one I wanted to read this for. And I love this question. I think this is what saved the My Name Is ones for these Olympics. My funniest childhood memory is, I stole my brother's tooth from under his pillow so I could put it under mine and get more money from the tooth fairy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. That's good siblinging. Siblinging. I can't even say the word, but that's a good sibling. <laughs> I have to wonder if it works. I might try that next time Casper loses a tooth. Yeah. Take it under my pillow. Oh, poor little Casper. You lost all your teeth. Daddy will take those. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. I'm, I'm looking at her profile. Um, and I just love how they just, they use like social media now. They just put like, you know, the Instagram post or here's a trailer for, you know, remember the Titans and things like that. Uh, just quickly as well, there is an article on olympic.ca about who will carry the flag for Canada. Um, and they've put their, like everybody. 
Well, they've put their tips here as Ted Jan Blowman, who, what, the 10,000 oh, yeah. gold medalists. You've got Laws and Morris, as you said, are on there. They've got Virtue and Moyer again. Um, <laughs> Mikhail Kingsbury, uh, Alex Goff, uh, and Samuel Gerard and Kim Booten. So, uh, they're the front runners, apparently. So, <sighs> I want so that. Ski Cross snubbed again. Yep, Ski Cross <laughs> always. this national sport, and they won't even let them carry the flag. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's it's a big controversy brewing there in Canada. I want them to give it to the uh, the woman, the ice hockey player who ripped a silver medal off her neck. Um, <laughs> she's walking into the stadium, throws the flag down. No, picks up like the American flag. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I finally saw that footage of her doing it because uh, it actually did make news here. I just ignored it apparently. Um, so once again, fan messages. Uh, we would read these if there were any new ones. It's now been three days. Um, the AOC have gone home. Um, so let's just remind people from the last one here. Dylan, New South Wales, to Scotty James. Hey, Scott, just wanted to congratulate you on the medal you got. You should be proud of what you have accomplished and you are an amazing snowboarder. There we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I don't know if this was there before, uh, Jared, but I noticed that, uh, there's an ad for Swiss powering the dreams on there. So now Swiss is, uh, making the fan messages joke. <laughs> Add it to your list. Um, all right. So, is there any point like messaging anyone? We've got to we've got to complete this off. All right. David Morris, uh, the robbed man. He is. All right. He's next on our list here. Uh, name um, Judge. We'll go Judge. Email Judge at hotmail dot com. Overseas fan message. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Judge, sorry. <laughs> um, all right, so there's one down. Let's go here for our next one. Is another one of our areas, Laura Peel. Now, was she the one who got fifth? Was she not, Jared? Was she the one who actually did well? Yeah, I think so. I think that was her. Uh, <laughs> we remember our There's only 50 to remember. We remember where they finish. Um, okay, name. Who, who, give us a name, somebody. Tony uh, Blackos, top uh, five, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jared's on a roll. <laughs> uh, email. I'm Tony at hotmail.com. Overseas. Top five, baby. <laughs> uh, alright. Cool. <laughs> I'd love so much. Like, that's, that's one that should make it. If, you know, these will get published for Tokyo, I bet. Like, they will be up there. Oh, we've got one of our other bobsledders who actually is in action today. Uh, we have, uh, Lachlan Reedy. Reedy? Ready. Well, maybe he's ready to be Reedy. I don't know. Uh, name, uh, Darius Bannock. Um, Eam. <laughs> I got Okay. Just got... ask him, is it Reedy or Ready? <laughs> is it Reedy or Ready? <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> All right, again, we're not really changing much here. Uh, I love how it comes up with under moderation. <laughs> no, it's not. You've all gone home. <laughs> I, I love They've started w- the Commonwealth Games messages moderating them already. Yeah, I, I do love um, that... Ch- actually, one thing I've noticed they weren't doing for a while, and I think they've finally started doing it, they do, like, the games update where they do, you know, a quick little, you know, five-minute news update of what's happening. And I noticed Scotty James is back home, and he's already going to schools, like, showing his silver medal. Great way to support your fellow athletes there, Scotty James, just buggering off back to Australia. 
Um, so you mean the bronze medal? Yeah, the bronze medal. What did I say? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. For shame. For shame. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna go hang myself. Um. Anyway, so uh, we're now on to the next day. Uh, that's just once again for those at home, pyeongchang2018olympics.com.au. Uh, your messages won't be published. So by all means, say, <laughs> say, talk what you feel about the Schindler's List. Um, you know, things like that. Uh, day 15 is upon us. Uh, the time of recording right now, it has started. Uh, we have a massive eight events, uh, up for grabs today in the medals, including our girl Esther's back, Esther Ledecker. Can she double gold in these games in the uh, women's parallel giant slalom? But uh, for the very first time at the Olympics, we have the mixed team alpine skiing. So, Colin, get excited for CBC just showing nothing more but alpine skiing all day. Yeah. Um, the 50-kilometer classical in the uh, cross country. That's basically like the marathon of the uh, the Olympics is here. Um we will have the curling, the men's gold medal match, and the women's gold medal match, none featuring Canada. Uh, <laughs> oh. So, sorry about that. Too soon. Actually, just the women's bronze medal game. Uh, the women's gold medal game will be um, tomorrow, it seems. Snowboarding, men's big air. Can New Zealand yeah. uh, get another medal? Because <laughs> remember, the highest qualifier was Carlos Garcia Knight. So, um, shit. <laughs> This could be the day which New Zealand unseat Australia on the medal tally. Uh, we also have the men's parallel giant slalom, the women's parallel giant slalom. Come on, Esther. Do it for the Czech Republic. And this one I'm interested to see. The men's mass start and the women's mass start speed skating. Now, it was explained on Channel 7 whilst showing footage of short track. I hope they realise that they're showing the wrong sport. Um, that it's like 30-odd skaters on ice. And, like, Colin, do you know anything about this? I've never heard of this before in my life. Um, it sounds like something I've seen before. Is this the first time they've done it in the Olympics? It is. It's the very first time that they've had it at the Olympics. I'm sure I've seen it somewhere, like, maybe a World Cup event or something like that. Because it sounds like something I've seen before. But, I mean, it sounds really complicated, too. I mean, I have enough trouble trying to watch a relay in short track speed skating. I don't know what it'd be like with, like, you know... 10 times the amount of people on there. Well, this, this isn't, this isn't short track. This is long track. This is, uh, this Oh, is, then that's easy. That's well, no problem. Cause this is what I think Channel 7 were confused because they were showing footage of like short track relays and they're like, blah, 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 athletes on the ice. And it's like, dude, this is long track, not short track. So I found a. Can they just like the Royal Rumble and just be <laughs> done with it? Well, I think this is kind of like comparisons to track cycling. This is where it comes in. Uh, maybe like the, the, what is it? The Kieran, isn't it? That's where they all are on the track. Kieran, yeah. yeah. So from what I'm reading here, mass start, two semifinals and a final will be skated on the same day. Each race consists of 16 laps with intermediate sprint, intermediate sprints after four, eight and 12 laps and a final sprint. Event rankings are based on points gained in sprints and by finish time for athletes not scoring any points. So it's just like the Kieran, but you're on skates. Um, so. I'm intrigued to see. This actually seems like quite interesting. So, um, just crash bash in the long track as it should be. Um, and outside of that, there's the bronze medal game between the Czech Republic and Canada in the ice hockey. <laughs> what happens if Canada finish fourth, Colin? <laughs> 
Um, at this point, we've just given up. It doesn't matter. You just, you just don't care anymore. Um, the last time a yeah. Canadian team won a bronze medal was 1968 in Grenoble. I'm sure you remember that very, very well, Colin. Um, the great Canadian coach right of back to my childhood. Jackie McLeod uh, was your coach back then. Uh, remember Jackie? Uh, <laughs> good old Jackie. Good old Jackie. Still with us, Jackie. Uh, born in April 1930. Um uh, Played, I'm on the show, Jackie. Played for the New York Rangers. Like another medal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he was inducted into the Saskatchewan Sports Hall of Fame in 1984. So yeah. <laughs> they, um, I actually saw. I probably have a picture of him somewhere then, because when they had the Canada Games here uh, back in the summer on Saskatchewan Day, they had the Saskatchewan Hall of uh, Sports Hall of Fame on display here. So. Oh. Pretty big hole then, if it can travel. Um. Yeah, exactly. It was a traveling trailer, no joke. And you pull out like um, you pull out like a drawer, and it would have a bunch of stuff in there, and then you put the drawer in so you could pull out another one. Oh, we're so proud of the Saskatchewan Sports Hall of Fame. Let's go on a national tour, eh? <laughs> that was like when I went to Alaska, and you got land at the Anchorage airport, and it's like. Come see the Anchorage Sports Hall of Fame. No, the Alaska Sports Hall of Fame. And it's literally just like a corridor in the airport with like 20 pictures of famous Alaskan athletes. Um, which, right now, here's a challenge for both of you. Name two famous <laughs> Alaskan athletes. Yep, that's my answer um, exactly. <laughs> the Yeti. Um... <laughs> Mystery Alaska, Russell Crowe. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's a good movie, actually. Um, anyway, so go Canada for bronze. Repeat the great bronze medal win of 1968 Grenoble. That famous moment in Canadian ice hockey history. Forget Vancouver 2010. Forget Salt Lake City 2002. Think back to the boys of Grenoble. Uh, <laughs> they've actually only ever won two bronze medals. In the Olympics, you could go them back to 1956, the Great Games of Cortina. Um, isn't that a isn't that a car? It's not like a Ford Cortina or something like that. Um, anyway, what are you looking forward to on day 15, Jared? Um, I think watching the men's big air with uh, bated breath over over where New Zealand finishes in that. I think that is going to be. The highlight of the day, and then um, other than that, I think yeah, the the mass start speed skating sounds like a recipe for disaster. So um, it'll be interesting to watch. Um, what happens if everyone crashes? Like, did anyone ever establish like this is something I don't want to ever he- change in history? Let's hypothetically say Stephen Bradbury crashed out on that final corner as well in two thousand and two, and no one crossed line. That means that the B finalist is the gold medalist, right? Like we established that the other day in the. Uh, in the relay, so, uh, God, this could happen in the mass start. This is going to be exciting. Colin, is it all about bronze for Canada on day 15? Bronze medal match, the match you've all been waiting for. Yeah, you know, I, actually, the one I'm really excited for is the, uh, what is it, the snowboard slalom? Yes. Um, that's still coming, right? Esther, yeah. Esther Day, yes. Well, it's, it's for the men's that I'm most excited about, because I remember this Sexist. was the event that was, well, this was the event that was the big deal in Nagano when they added it, and, um... There was uh, an athlete, uh, one of the two Canadians, the, the Canadian, of course, won that event, is the one who tested positive for marijuana, and had his gold medal taken away briefly. But uh, the one who was in the lead prior to that was JCJ Anderson, who I knew, you know, as a kid watching in the X Games, and he was like, 
you know, on a record pace, well, record for the first Olympics ever, but uh, just like way ahead of the pack in his first run. And then the second run, he wiped out and it was so disappointing because that was like the athlete I was watching. And he's been at every Olympics since Nagano. And somehow out of nowhere in Vancouver, he won the gold in this event. So I'm kind of hoping just for nostalgia that, you know, 58-year-old JCJ Anderson has a shot this year. <laughs> I Parallel Giant Island just reminds me of the Nagano 1998 uh, Nintendo 64 video game. <laughs> Um, because that was like one of my favoriteest, favoriteest games, uh, ever. I used to play that to death. Uh, and I used to really enjoy playing it. And it was a lot easier to play on that than on this goddamn forsaken, uh, Pyeongchang video game that I play, which is just ridiculously bad. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, uh, the good news is for Australia is that not only do we have no competitors in this, uh, there's no New Zealanders as well. So, um, but let, let's cheer on Esther. She could create history. The first ever winter athlete to ever medal in both snowboarding and skiing. She'd be the first athlete to medal in two different sports in Olympic Games in like 80 years. Um, so, uh, she's basically the reigning world champion, I believe, coming into this in this uh, event. So, uh, this is no doubt where she pulls in Australia or a Canadian ice hockey team and chokes. But, uh, I, I don't really know about the Czechs. Are, are the Czechs renowned for choking? I mean, they, got thrashed by the Olympic athletes from Russia in the ice hockey, but Canada got beaten by Germany, so I guess we can't really hold that to gospel. How's your Czech sporting knowledge, Colin? Good? Yes? Um, well, just listening to you try and say Czech and choke, I mean, those two <laughs> words are very similar. I'm sure that there's some correlation there, and that we're going to see a Czech choke today. The Czech choke, starring <laughs> Esther Ledecker. Uh, no, Esther doesn't choke. Uh, she's a she's a god amongst women. She's amazing. Um, so I'm going to be rooting hard for her today. So go, Esther. Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow for our penultimate day of coverage. And then basically after that, it's going to be wrapping up the closing ceremony, wrapping up the final day and, uh, looking ahead to, I guess, Tokyo, Beijing, and more so looking ahead to the Commonwealth Games and working out what the hell we're doing during them. But, uh, it's an exciting day. If you're a German, uh, well, unless you're playing Schindler's List, then you probably should go rotten hell. Uh, but, uh, always a pleasure to have both of these esteemed experts on the uh, episode with me. Colin, thank you very much, and uh, please go for bronze today in the match against the Czechs. Uh, and go for bronze for Great Britain in women's curling. That's yes. the more important thing. And, uh, Jared, for us, go for ninth place for New Zealand in the men's big air. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, ninth or fourth. That's that's the only two places I'll accept. And we'll be back tomorrow. Same place. Remember to like us on Facebook, hashtag us off the podium on Twitter, and we appreciate your company. Good night, and speak to you tomorrow.